We have in studio the High Commissioner of Ghana to South Africa. So uh, we are going to have that discussion again of how we relate with uh, the Republic of Ghana. Both the Republic of South Africa and the Republic of Ghana are former British colonies and members of the African Union and Commonwealth Nations. Bilateral relations between South Africa and Ghana have grown significantly over the years. And as I indicated, I have in studio uh, the High Commissioner of Ghana to South Africa, His Excellency Mr. Charles Oweredo. Good morning. Welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Yeah, g- good morning, Thelma. And I'm happy to be here. And thank you so much. We are mm. happy to have you here. Mm. Let us uh, just start by outlining the current relations. How is the state of bilateral relations between South Africa and Ghana? Yeah, so uh, thank you, and, and uh, good morning to your cherished listeners. Um, Thoma, it, it's been it's been good uh, so far, you know, and, and I can't ask for more <laughs> uh, because uh, if you look at where we started, you know, uh, two countries, uh, Ghana and South Africa, to where we are, then it's just been that uh, probably uh, I can say that a lot of a lot of. Uh, 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 goodwill, you know, between our countries. Uh, credit should be given to our two current president, uh, President Nanado Dankwa Kufado, uh, and then the uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa. You know, because they've they've done very very well. You know, to solidify this relationship, to cement this relationship. Uh, historically, our two countries do enjoy you know very 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 good relations. Uh, if you look at uh, our support to the uh, the ANC, you know, during the apartheid regime, uh, I remember uh, Ghana even to the extent that we gave uh, former President Nelson Mandela a diplomatic pass spot, you know, for him to be able to move around uh, Africa and the rest of the world, you know, to uh, get the, you know, the, the, the voices out there for people to know what was really happening in the in the apartheid regime. We, we, we supported and then, uh, thankfully, when uh, the first uh, multiracial elections were held and then uh, Nelson Mandela became uh, president, uh, quickly we st- st- did set up uh, uh, a mission here. Mm. And this was somewhere in May 1994. And since then, you know, the relations have grown stronger and stronger. Interesting. I like the way you started. You said it's good. Surely there must be some highlights and milestones that have been achieved since the establishment of full diplomatic relations. Please talk us through that. So, um, I would say that our relations now bilaterally, it's at the level of the Binational Commission. Mm. Uh, Binational Commission in the sense that now it's the two presidents, you know, President uh, uh, Nana Kufuado and President Sarah Maposa, who lead, you know, these uh, commissions. Um, Initially, it used to be a, a, a joint uh, a commission, a joint uh, co- a commission for cooperation. But now we've elevated it, you know, to to this level. Uh, 
two years ago, uh, President Ramaphosa uh, visited Ghana, and that was when we 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 did no graph or the no graph session of this this commission. At that, that meeting, uh, a lot of about six uh, MOUs were signed, uh, an MOU on defence cooperation. We have uh, an MOU on defence matters, uh, one on transport matters, the other on immigration, gender issues, and the visa waiver. As we speak now, uh, we have two agreements in place, uh, being on, on, on uh, defense cooperation and, and, and agriculture. The rest are at the latter stages of being signed. So this year, uh, in November, uh, President Nana Kufado of Ghana will come here, you know, for the uh, second session of this uh, binational commission. And then we are hoping that before they come here, you know, the other outstanding MOUs will be signed and then things will start uh, moving um, this exchange of visits is is been something that uh, we we see that has been very very positive in the sense that if you look at the number of, of South Africans, you know, who took this as an opportunity, you know, to invest in Ghana, it, it, it's been good. You know, it's been good. So we are hoping that uh, once we conclude, you know, the second stage of this uh, uh, binational commission, all the others that are outstanding, you know, will just fall in line and then things can just be greater. We are looking forward to that state visit. Mm -hmm. Diplomatic relations between South Africa and Ghana are conducted through the Binational Commission as you have established earlier on. I would like you to go more into details and tell us about the importance of this mechanism and the priorities that we have as partners. So... Um, in, ter in terms of the, the, the priorities, like I did say, you know, we have six key priorities that we are looking at. Uh, you know, when it comes to agriculture, the South Africa, it's, you know, a very, very big, we are big in agriculture. You know, uh, the lands are here, very fertile land, and then uh, you grow your products, you know, for export into the African market and the, in the, the, the international market. So these are some of the things that we also want to share. You know, want to tap into some of the expertise that you have. We also do have, you know, very large uh, arable land in Ghana. You know, and then now because of this continental free trade area, how can we share best practices? How can we, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that exist, you know, between the sp to, within the two countries? Mm -hmm. So that's why we are doing this. The defense uh, cooperation. Uh, we buy a lot of, uh, uh, you know, arms and then other. Uh, worse, you know, military worse from South Africa. We want to see this, you know, also continue and also sharing of of, of intelligence, you know, within the, the the defense space. You know, how can we cooperate? How can we work together to secure, you know, the borders of Africa and to secure the borders of our two countries? So defense is also key. When you come to uh, transport, we've had. Uh, uh, recently, we, we we are still you know having a discussion uh, with your your real is it the real network the, the the company that's in charge of your your trains your you know real network you know we want to establish a similar uh, venture in Ghana so discussions are ongoing you know in in, in that in that sector. 
uh, and the gender issues. I know South Africa, you're very, very strong on, on gender issues, you know, female empowerment, gender equality, and all that. Uh, we're also sharing ideas as to how to strengthen this base, how to empower our women. Uh, because, you know, if you look at your history, you know, of, of, of apartheid, uh, because of the segregation and all that, you know, a lot of women were left out, mm. you know, of the educational space and in the development space. The women were left out. We are sharing ideas how to get them, you know, to match the men and even probably even go beyond that to be able to, uh, you know, take over the, the reins of, of governance and the reins of development of this uh, great country you know that uh, there have been a lot of initiatives from the current president and the current regime you know where women are empowered you have black women empowerment and the cooperatives and all that these are some of the areas where we want to share best practices and then uh, strengthen because you know like they say once you're able to you know get a woman empowered you should know that uh, the whole nation is going to benefit and then then, then that's that's what we we we, we, we we are, we are looking at one key other thing that we also uh, discussing is the uh, visa waiver agreement mm. now currently when Ghanaians are visiting South Africa and vice versa when South Africans are visiting Ghana uh, you, do, you do need visas you know to be able to visit these countries to be, to be able to visit each other we want to eliminate that visa regime so that if Thelma, you want to visit Ghana, you just pick your passport, you buy your ticket, and then you go to Ghana. Mm. And Ghanaians want to visit uh, South Africa, they just pick their passport, buy their ticket, and then they come in. You know, this will strengthen the, the you know, the people-to-people contact. You know, it will also facilitate business, facilitate investment. Businessmen, you know, don't have time for these bureaucracies. If you want to go and do business, you don't want to go and join a queue for a visa and all that. We just want to smoothen the process. And for ordinary passport holders, these are some of the benefits that they are going to enjoy under this 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 agreement. It is going to be as uh, I mean awesome because it also is the 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 way we do business with each other. Absolutely. So you spoke a bit about women empowerment mm. and reflecting back on the times of apartheid. Following the end of apartheid regime in mm. South Africa in 1994 and the first democratic elections in Ghana in 1992, trade grew extensively yeah. with the establishment of bilateral relations. Mm. So in your opinion, what mm. do you think is Ghana's assessment of the business and investment environment in South Africa? Yeah, in, 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 in South Africa is doing well, um, Thelma. Uh, just that globally, there have been challenges, you know, because of COVID. Uh, I remember I, I, I came here two years ago. I was posted uh, as the High Commissioner here two years ago. I came in when you were under level four lockdown, total mm. shutdown mm. in South Africa. Nothing, nobody was moving. We were all in our homes watching TV, yes. you know. So economic, you know, activities just, just halted. Nothing happened, you know. So it had an adverse effect on, on, on an economy, you know, business, investors, and then all that. 
Then uh, this war also happening, you know, in Ukraine has also exacerbated the already challenging uh, economic and financial situation that uh, Africa, especially Africa, and then in, by this uh, analysis, South Africa is facing. Yeah, but then notwithstanding that, uh, there have been some marginal, you know, uh, increase in the level of uh, trade and investment between our countries. Uh, for the last count, you know, around 2020, for example, our total uh, exports to South Africa was around 8 billion rand. And then South Africa uh, uh, also imported uh, goods and services to the tune of uh, 5.6 billion rand. We are hoping that now that, you know, COVID is totally gone and then uh, once uh, the leadership, you know, the, 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 the African leaders, you know, are now going to mediate in what is happening in, in Ukraine, we're hoping that uh, business activities will, you know, pick up and then we'll get to the levels that we want to go. Traditionally, uh, Ghana has been exporting uh, exporting uh, crude oil and petroleum products to South Africa, mm-hmm. whilst we import from South Africa uh, uh, machines, vehicles, you know, trucks, and then some of these finished goods. Some of the th- these are some of the things that uh, we do. But then we want we want to increase the pace, and then hoping that uh, once there's some stability within the financial markets, you know, things will, will pick up. For South African businesses uh, that wish to invest in 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 Ghana, how is the easiness of doing business that side? Thoma, Ghana is one of the most friendliest uh, countries on earth. Mm. You know, I don't know. Probably you've not had the privilege privilege of visiting Ghana, but if you have, or if you speak to your friends, they'll tell you. We've made it so seamless to the extent that if you want to register a business, you get to Ghana, you get to the, uh, the, the, the agency, that government agency that is required or that is empowered to register businesses same day you register your business. So many incentives are available, you know, for uh, would-be investors. Remember, Thelma, business for investors just don't go to a country to invest mm-hmm. they look at the climate mm-hmm. you know they look at you know in their parlance they look at the weather you know is the climate conducive you know is the government making it attractive for investors to visit investors to invest these are some of the things that uh, people investors look at and ghana is, is, is second to none currently Ghana is seen as the oasis of peace, you know, within the West Africa zone. You know what is happening in West Africa. You know, you have some coup d'etat, you have terrorism activities in some mm. part of uh, the West African countries. Ghana is the only country that has been spared, you know, probably because of uh, one, I'll say, divine intervention, and also to the fact that we've put in appropriate measures to be able to withstand any such activities, you know, from terrorists who would want to come in. So this makes it very, very attractive. Knowing very well that once you have Ghana as the epicenter of your business, then you are hoping to attract the close to 500 million market within the West African zone. Mm. Know that the Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat is now in Ghana, being uh, headed by your own uh, brother, uh, Wamkele uh, Mene, who is a South African. Mm. So, 
it makes Ghana that you know very 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 attractive. The human resource base is also there. Well educated people, you know, who can easily you know fit into your business plans. The infrastructure is there. Developing the infrastructure, the energy is there. We don't have uh, power uh, 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 issues in, in in Ghana. Electricity is available twenty four seven. You know, so businesses can do their businesses plan and then execute them. So all these are very, very good. Government has also laid a red carpet, you know, for all would-be uh, investors. So once you are ready, come to the High Commission. We'll link up. We'll link you up to the appropriate government agencies, and then you are in business. Hmm. You know, I haven't had uh, the privilege of visiting Ghana. I I hope I will very soon. Thelma, you have an I open <laughs> invitation from me. You have I, an open invitation from me. I am accepting this invitation. Yeah. I only made it as far as Togo and oh, Berlin, we share, we share, we share border with Togo. Uh, so you I can had. just drive. You can I, just I drive. Was yeah, yeah. We share, we share border with. Wow. with yeah. Next time I'm in that area, please. Actually, I must just go to Ghana. Just come December. <laughs> uh, I must just go come, to Ghana. Come, 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 come. So, mm. what would you uh, say that um, are the areas which uh, South African businesses can really consider venturing in when they want to do business in Ghana? So, one, uh, I'll say agriculture. Mm. You know, agriculture being that uh, we have arable land in, in, in Ghana, very, very fertile. And fortunately for us, you know, we don't have four seasons like you have in South Africa. Mm. We only have one season. Mm. You know, we don't have winter. We don't have uh, uh, spring. We don't have autumn. It's summer throughout. Wow. You know, so farmers can have access to land or to to land, so that when it's uh, some when when the weather doesn't favor the cultivation of some crops here. Then you can extend that, that that to Ghana. Again, we're also looking at you know uh, adding value to the agricultural products you know that we have. South Africa has done that you know uh, to a certain uh, level. We want to share in this these uh, expertise too. So if companies are looking at having a base, you know where they can uh, set up factories, you know package them and then you know export then Ghana will be the attractive investment know that from here to Europe is about 11 hours mm. from here to Europe if you're exporting to uh, Europe and then to to Americas to Europe is about 11 hours mm. but from Ghana to Europe is six hours just yeah just six hours you know so if you have ghana as your base apart from looking at taking advantage of the about 500 million west african market it's also closer to europe you know for these uh, businesses in who want to export to europe Mm -hmm. again in the infrastructure space you know a lot of developments you know infrastructure developments are going on in ghana uh, where people who are interested you know road construction building of hospital uh, facilities building of schools uh, building of rail networks building of airports you know all these are going on so people who 
are into that space, people who have the expertise, who are interested, these are some of the areas that uh, they, they can also uh, look at and then also uh, come and then uh, do business. So I think that uh, all in all, and then the energy sector also, Ghana is doing well, you know, we we, we, we have uh, oil, uh, we export oil, you know, we also need investments in the oil space, mm-hmm. the mining space. Ghana used to be called the Gold Coast until our independence. So it should tell you that uh, we have gold in, 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 in Ghana. But even here we go, let me say that the total investments, you know, in Ghana, in the mining industry, South African companies hold about 60%. You know the total mining investments mm. in, in Ghana. Mm. You have a lot of investors in South Africa who are interested in the mining sector. Mm. In, mm. But there's still space, you know, for them to also uh, move in. Then the cocoa. The, ah, I should have brought you a chocolate from Ghana, uh, Thelma. You know what? I missed out. When when we are done, <laughs> immediately after this interview, immediately after this interview, I'm going to get you chocolate from Ghana. Wow. Ghana is the second biggest, you know, producer of of uh, cocoa. Mm, mm, mm. Cocoa is the main ingredient for chocolate. For making chocolate. For making chocolate. Yes. You know, we want investment into the, 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 that sector. People who are willing, you know, now we have some chocolate making uh, uh, factories uh, in Ghana. We Actually, want, just to yeah. cut you in mm-hmm. on that, I just had a conversation with mm-hmm. a Ambassador Kony of Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, Cote d'Ivoire. He was here in, yeah. in studio before yeah. you came mm-hmm. in. So he indicated that apparently there is a South African who has mm-hmm. been trained in, in Switzerland okay. in other countries okay. in terms of making chocolate. Okay. So he has met with her. She okay. will be at Africa Day celebration. Oh, okay. So they are looking at advancing Oh, uh, then, then that's good. That's good. In that that's good. Maybe she can train people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Apparently she's very, very skilled. Oh, so then I that's good. Also I'll speak to Ambassador Con. He's yeah. a very, very good friend. Yes, and you know that we share. I'll speak, and you know that we also share border with Cote d'Ivoire. Mm, mm, you know, mm. speak to Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire is the biggest producer mm. of cocoa in of the world, in the and world. Ghana is number two. Number two between Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire, these two countries, we control over sixty-five percent mm. of total cocoa production in mm. the world. Mm. 65 percent wow ghana and 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 then and then cote d'ivoire you know so we you know we, we work together mm. we have even a platform where uh, we set to you know have our farmers you know who uh, till or who cultivate this cocoa you know are giving better prices you know for the their produce so these are some of the things that uh, that, that, that we do so the cocoa space is also available you know for people and then these days the technology industry ICT mm. You know, nobody can can do anything, you know, without ICT. So companies who are willing, who are able, who are interested in the ICT uh, space, uh, we have we have uh, abundant resources available, you know, for people to tap into. So these are some of the 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 things that uh, investors who are willing, who are interested, you know, can take advantage of. And then the high commission is ready, you know, to to help and, and make sure they succeed. 
According to Ghana Investment Promotion Center, there are more than mm. 200 South African companies registered in Ghana, yeah. employing about 20,000 Ghanaians and 500 um, expatriates. So I would like you to just to highlight some of the South African businesses that are mm. currently operating in Ghana. Yes, um, South Africa, it's one of our key, 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 key partners, mm. you know, in terms of investments. Uh, as we speak now, uh, MTN, you know, MTN is the number one uh, telecoms uh, company in, in, in Ghana. You know, they are doing so well, so, so, so well. You know, apart from MTN, uh, we have the, uh, the, 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 the Woolworth, uh, we have the, 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 uh, how do you call it, the, the shop rights, uh, we have uh, the game, you know, in the financial industry, in the financial space, financial services space, you know, APSA is operating in Ghana, you have FNB Bank that's doing extremely well, we have Standard Bank that's doing extremely well, you know, these are some of the, we also have uh, Sub Miller, you know, into the brewery industry, we have so many other yeah. uh, South African companies that are doing so well but they are all being led by Anglo Gold you know Anglo Gold Ashanti mm-hmm. Anglo Gold uh, you know is a major player in the mining space especially in the gold uh, business and then they've bought Ashanti gold fields in, in, in Ghana so it's fully owned by Anglo Gold now mm-hmm. you know making now Ghana uh, the, 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 the biggest producer of gold in, in Africa mm-hmm. because of the investment that we got from Anglo Gold mm-hmm. you know so these are some of the pillars of our economy and we are encouraging more of such companies you know uh, to come in there are so many of them and doing extremely extremely very 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 well in, in Ghana are there any activities that you are currently undertaking just to encourage South African businesses to come and invest in Ghana yes yeah, um, I've been here for about two years and since then, uh, I've, I've decided that I will not sit in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll rather go and look out for. Because if you don't do that, there are so many people who just sit down and probably take decisions uh, looking at what they read or hear. But it's better you go out there to engage them. So that's what I've said to do. I've said, said to do. I've visited, uh, I started by visiting, you know, the key players in, in Houghton. Uh, I went to Joburg, uh, Pretoria. I've met the political leadership. I've also met the business community, you know, telling them the success story of Ghana. They need for us to work together. You know, their businesses, they want to make profits. If you look at Ghana as a very good destination. Yeah. From there, I've gone to the Eastern Cape. Uh, I was in Mtata. I was in, in East London. I was in Port Elizabeth. I met the uh, provincial uh, leader, the premier, uh, Oscar Mabu- Mabuyana. Mabuyana mm-hmm. You know, a very, very nice man, fantastic guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we had discussions as to how we can take advantage, you know, of uh, the, the business climate. How can we work together? I visited uh, Vindobu uh, plant in, in, in East London. And now Vindobu has opened its operations in Ghana. Mm. They've started assembling uh, cars in, in, in Ghana. Vindobu from South Africa. So these are some of the things that I want to see happen. Uh, from the Eastern Cape, uh, I've also 
been to the Western Cape. Uh, I've met the Premier Alan Windy. I've met the Mayor. I've met the business community. You know those who are strong in the agri and then the tourism uh, sector. Uh, I've encouraged them. Most of them. Some have gone to Ghana. Some are also planning to see how they can expand their frontiers, and it's going well. Uh, from the uh, Western Cape, uh, I also uh, went to Mpumalanga. Uh, met the political authorities. I've met you know the farmers in, in Mpumalanga. Mm. Mpumalanga has you know very very. Where are you from? Which I'm part? from Limpopo. You're from Limpopo. Yeah. I visited Limpopo just last week. Where about? I was in Limpopo last week. I did Mpumalanga. Uh, you know from there I've also done uh, the Free State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I visited you know met the business community, both the political and the uh, business community. I've been to KwaZulu Natal, you know, met the uh, business community, see how, you know, we can do business together. Just last week I was in Limpopo. Mm. You know, I, I I love I love Limpopo. I love your region. You know, I met the the, the premier in Limpopo. Uh-huh. The, I met the business community. You know, the small businesses and then the big players. Uh, we had a very good discussion Great. to see how you know we can create opportunities for you know b- both countries. I also visited Venda. Mm-hmm. I was in Limpopo. Yeah, I visited Venda. Then uh, some fruits from. That's oh, I've got so many fruits. Awesome. Yeah, I went to uh, <laughs> Toliando. Toliando, yeah. Toliando, I went there. Oh, I spent yeah. two days there. Mm. You know, I went to the villages there. I met the chiefs. Mm. Yeah, the chiefs, you know, we had a discussion as to how, you know, we can create opportunities for ourselves in Limpopo. And the chiefs so are so business-minded in that. I love, I love Limpopo. And I saw beautiful houses, houses. in the villages. I, I can't believe it. Thelma. Villages, but they look like seven. Wow. Hey. I saw beautiful Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> houses. You know, oh, they were so nice. Uh, Limpopo. So far, Limpopo is becoming one of my favorite. Uh, I think that uh, it's it's my favorite uh, province that I, you know, the the hospitality, the warmth. Mm. Oh, I, 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 I love, I love, hey, I love Limpopo. Let me give us a round of applause. <laughs> but so far, it, it, it's going well. Mm. It's going well. That's it's going well. And again, when I do these visits, I also touch base with the universities oh, you know yes. yes I touch base with the university so in Limpopo for example I was the I was at the University of Limpopo mm-hmm. I met the vice chancellor uh, most of the University of Pretoria I've met the vice chancellor University of Cape Town University most of the Kiki University of the Free State and all that every province that I go I make sure I meet the key 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 players in the educational sector Thelma mm-hmm. We want to exchange students and exchange faculties. That's what we need to do. Share best practices. We have Ghanaian students, you know, who pay huge sums of money uh, to go to UK for their education, to go to the US for their education. In the UK, for example, for a master's program, uh, you end up paying around £15,000 just for a year. In South Africa, you can get that same quality education mm. at a less, you know, uh, cost. So why can't we have an arrangement where these students who are eager to go to abroad go and pay the fifteen thousand? In the U.S., for example, a year's program can cost around forty thousand dollars. 
Uh, but in South Africa, you pay less, but still that same level, that same quality of education, you're going to get it. So that's why we've started, you know, uh, this discussion with the vice chancellors to see how they can tap into some of these opportunities. It, it's good. It brings money into your economy. You know, students come, they learn, uh, they share, you know, then they, they go back. So these are some of the things that uh, we, we, we seek to do. So when far, it's been good. Mm, when mm. you talk about uh, education and mm. Ghanaian people going mm. abroad to mm. to further their studies, you remind me of uh, one of um, the people that we often talk to here on, on Ubuntu Radio. Okay. It's a Ghanaian-based, uh, I, I mean, a U.S.-based Ghanaian oh, okay. uh, uh, plastic surgeon, okay. uh, Dr. Michael K. Obeng. Oh, I know him. He's a good friend. Yes. Michael. Oh, you speak to Michael. We do speak to oh, Michael. Oh, Michael is a good friend. <laughs> he is a good friend. I I, I, I knew him uh, before coming here. Tell him you yeah. were on Ubuntu. Oh, I will. I will. Uh, he's based in California. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Michael Obeng. Yeah, wow, wow. I'll call him today. Okay. Yeah, if you've just joined us, this mm. is Ubuntu Radio. You are listening to The Diplomat with Thel Mongobene. I will be with you until 12 mm. midday Central African time. Right now, we are having in studio the High Commissioner of uh, Ghana to South Africa, His Excellency Charles Oweiredo. We are going to have this conversation until we part ways at 12 midday. Check us out on Facebook, Ubuntu Radio ZA, on Twitter. At Ubuntu Radio ZA, and we're also on Instagram at official Ubuntu Radio ZA. There's a word in South Africa Ubuntu, Ubuntu, Ubuntu Radio, Ubuntu Radio. A better South Africa, a better Africa, and a better world. What we have just spoken about right now, it also touches on issues of tourism because you look like you have toured around South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> you have been around South Africa. Let's talk about uh, cultural exchange programs between the two partners. Do we have a such in place? Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, I think that um, one of the cornerstone of any relationship uh, between uh, countries has to do with cultural diplomacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, normally at the bilateral level, it's only, let me use this quote, the big men. So you have the president's meeting, the, the, the minister's meeting. Mm. That's what they do at the bilateral level. But then at the cultural level, that's where you have you and I, Charles and Thelma, you know, discussing, meeting somewhere over a drink, over a glass of wine, eating, sharing practices, discussing issues. And that that's, that's what keeps the bond, you know, between countries together. So we seek to do this. You can do this by one... Uh, making sure that there's free movement of people. Mm. You know, you don't put uh, a block, you know, between people having access to each other. We are going to do that with the elimination of this visa thing that I, t- I talked about, so that for ordinary passport holders, you know, can have access to each other. If you have a friend in Ghana, you just want to go have fun, go spend a weekend, you do that. 
a lot of Ghanaians are coming to South Africa for holidays. You know, South Africa tourism, one of the biggest tourism destinations in the world. You know, we have the Kruger National Park, you know, the land here, the Cape Town, if you go to Deban, Limpopo, Impumala, you know, so many things are, are available for people to see. So that in itself, you know, brings in a lot of, you know, income, a lot of uh, revenue, you know, to, 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 to the economy. We are encouraging Ghanaians. Ghanaians come here, you know, for their weddings. People come for parties. They come just to, you know, have fun. Likewise, uh, uh, Ghana too. We have these days. We have a lot of South Africans visiting Ghana. Since the President Akufuado started, they launched this year of return, where you know we've gone around the world encouraging our brothers in the diaspora, you know, to come, come back, come and you know trace the the the, the, the path of their origin, and then see how they can also impact positively on the economy. You've had so many of them coming in, especially in December. So Ghana is the is the hub in december in africa ghana is a destination most south africans especially those who want to go have fun and all that they go to ghana during december because mm-hmm. december we have the afro nation afro chelas december to remember dirty december mm-hmm. so many activities you have you know all the top uh, artists you know converging in ghana uh, in december so there's always a rush you know for visas you know from south africans to go have fun in, in ghana so now that's the 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 the, the number one destination for South Africans. Apart from that, also looking at, in Ghana, we do have castles. Uh, I've seen, you know, the, the one you have uh, the, at, at, at the Western Cape, in Cape Town, but that's, that, you know, we have bigger ones where, you know, people were enslaved, kept, and then shipped to, 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 to the Americas. So it's a point where people, those who come to Ghana, want to go and then then, then see. Uh, again, you have national parks, but then our national parks are not, you know, as huge as well, what you have mm-hmm. but then we also have something that uh, you know we can boost off that encourages people you know who come around you know to come uh, and see then the food I when I came here I never heard of pop wow yeah until I came to South Africa I never heard of pop have you tried it now pop is my my favorite food wow yeah 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 <laughs> the pop and then and the chikalaka is that because it's yes chikalaka chikalaka yes. oh wow I it get a pop and then chikalaka. Please. Vorsen. Ah, then I get my wine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the food is also an attractive point. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. want to come in and then taste what you have. Then your wine. You know, the wine business is also attracting a lot of people. Uh, people come in, they come to taste. And so in terms of that level of cultural diplomacy, we, we, there are a lot of activities, you know, going on. We've had, we've sent uh, groups, you know, here to perform. Uh, South African people, uh, musicians have been to Ghana to also perform, have collaborations, you know, with the, the Ghanaian artists. And then we want to encourage this because that's our level. You know, you don't need any uh, paper, any president, any uh, minister, you know, mm-hmm. to intervene in this regard. It's just you and I, you know, people to people. Yes. And that's what we want to see happen. Once people to people are doing business, people to people are having fun, then it boosts the economies of both countries and things happen. 
it looks like we have some commonalities in uh, when I observe or when I um, listen carefully into your conversation. You mm. spoke about how the vibe is in December yeah. with your uh, December to remember yeah. kind of. This is the culture of South Africa. <laughs> that is the culture of South Africa. <laughs> they they have fun in yeah. festive seasons like December, and mm. we also love soccer. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We love soccer. We love our music. Mm. What other uh, commonalities would you say so, are or exist between the two countries? Yeah, yeah. So apart from the music and then and the fun bit that I talked about, sports. Yeah, Ghana is also strong in sports. Uh, we know the relationship that we have with South Africa in terms of soccer. Uh, you hosted us uh, for the World Cup. Uh, Ghana did really well uh, until Samoa Jan's uh, penalty hit the, the goalpost. Uh, Ghana was going to do well. But we had that support from South Africa. I know that in recent times uh, there have been some frosty frostiness in terms of the relationship because there was this soccer match that uh, we played uh, leading to qualification to the World Cup uh, where there was a goal scored by Ghana but then you know South Africans didn't, didn't thought that it wasn't a goal but then since then we buried our differences and then uh, South Africa supported Ghana at the World Cup though we didn't do very well uh, but I think that uh, at the level of sports uh, we, we, we do engage uh, again, uh, uh, just uh, as we speak now, uh, the, we have uh, a group of people who are here, you know, sports to look at other uh, opportunities within the sports space. Uh, South Africa is strong uh, in other areas apart from uh, football and, uh, and and then the the football, the rugby. You also do swimming and in the international Olympic Olympic Games. You know, South Africa is strong in swimming and then athletics. You do really, really well. Uh, so these are areas where we can we can also uh, work together. Mm. Looking at tourism, how are we doing in terms of figures? Oh, very, very well, uh, very, very, very well. Uh, so it, 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 it's seasonal, mm. you know. For South Africans, uh, most of them it's around Christmas, December, and I understand you. Uh, because uh, I'm told that uh, I've never spent Christmas here since the last two years that I came. But this, I'm spending Christmas. I want to see how the South African Christmas uh, looks like. I'm told that during Christmas, everybody travels home. Yes, you know, in, like f in in this province. Yes, in this province. It it is so quiet. I hear nothing happens. Yeah. You know, everybody. We, we go to Limpopo ah. and have our December to remember. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so those from Limpopo go to Limpopo, those from mm -hmm. the East Cape mm -hmm. go, everybody goes home. So, Joburg and Pretoria deserted, it, it, you it, know. But, you know, you find that your Cape Towns, your Devon, it's hectic. Oh, okay. So, the are. problem is the Pretoria area, enclave. Yes, because okay. people are here to work. They are just work. work. Oh, okay. So, then, <laughs> that's why you see a lot of people, you know, visiting Ghana around that time. And, and that time, people don't go to Europe because it's winter in Europe. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have fun in the, in the you know, in, in the snow. So then Ghana becomes the the natural, you know, uh, point, you know, for people to converge. And we want to see a lot of uh, such such things happening. So for cultural diplomacy, we we are doing a lot uh, in the sports, uh, in uh, uh, in tourism. A lot of people are coming in. 
South Africans are also uh, uh, visiting Ghana. So once we just take out this visa thing, I'm sure that it's going to increase. You have a lot more people, you know, visit. Because people don't want, you know, when you're going for visa, bring your bank statement, bring your this accommodation, hotel, and all that. The ordinary person doesn't have that huge amount of money in his or her bank statement. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you're even traveling to go and perch with somebody. You have a friend in Ghana who has invited you to come and stay. You, you, haven't booked you know, you've hotel. booked a hotel. And so these are things that we just want to take out and then allow South Africans to have fun, Ghanaians to have fun. Uh, that's what we want to do. And sometimes mm. we wouldn't want to book a hotel without knowing whether your visa will be whether even your visa will be, be issued. Yeah. Uh, you see. Yeah. yeah. So and now you have South African Airways flying to Ghana. Uh, it does so three times a week. Mm. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. Uh, we are hoping that as the numbers increase, you know, they will be doing daily uh, flights uh, to Accra. Once you do that then it also gets a lot of people, you know, travelling to and fro. Uh, these two countries. Mm. What are some of the main attractions, tourism attractions in Ghana? So one would be our beaches. Mm. You know, Ghana, you know, uh, we have uh, beaches in Ghana, uh, very nice beaches. Uh, people can go and then and, and, and have fun. Uh, again, now can easily also talk about our culture. You know, the Ashantis, for example, uh, have a very, very nice and then very, very, uh, you know, beautiful culture where when they have their programs, uh, they have what we call Akwesidaye. Mm. You know, every 40th uh, uh, day, the, the king of Ashanti, will, will, the king of the Ashantis will sit in, 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 in he will sit and then have his elders, you know, come in. It's very, very colorful. We have a lot of uh, people coming to witness uh, what they do there. Uh, that's one. Uh, again, uh, some of our sites, I did uh, talk about the uh, the castles. Uh, it's something, it's, it's a point of attraction, you know, for a lot of people. People want to see where, how uh, four, four, four bearers, you know, were treated uh, before uh, they were sent out there. Apart from that, uh, even the, 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 the food, you know, uh, unlike South Africa, we have so many kinds of food. Mm. Yes. For you, uh, uh, ordinarily, you have your pap. Mm. Apart from pap, what would you eat? In terms of starch? Yes, yeah, in terms of starch. We eat rice and, and potatoes. So three? Yes, couscous. Four. <laughs> <laughs> we have over 20. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow. <laughs> we have over 20 Ghana. So the options, we have so many options mm. in terms of starch. So many options that goes with the protein. I love food, so <laughs> I, I, I. No, no, you have an open invite, Thelma. <laughs> yeah, so we have we have so many. So that's also a point that lures a lot of people, you know, to come in. They just want to. Then also the vibe. We are we are welcoming people. You know, Ghana is relatively safe. You can just come in, walk in midnight, do good. 
whatever you want to do and you're at peace you know very very safe you know, very disciplined people we welcome people you know so that's that that that's the the, the attraction people see that oh you know these are people that you know we can have fun with these are people who are, i know that if i'm working uh, in the night uh, i'm protected nobody nobody will do anything to me i will not be shot and all that mm-hmm. the the like i also spoke about the the power situation you know people wouldn't want to come to a country where you have challenges with power we have an abundant uh, power so it's also a point of uh, attraction mm-hmm. but then what you are facing in the energy sector. Ghana also used to face that in the past. About eight years ago, we had a similar situation where there was a shortfall of power, electricity. Uh, then, you know, so for about uh, two years, we were rationing power like you are doing now. Yeah, there was, uh, we had low shedding in Ghana mm. and all that. But then now we've, we've turned around the situation uh, by uh, getting additional power and uh, now we do have enough to even export. So I know that what you are going through is not going to be permanent. It's just a temporary basis. Mm-hmm. It's a temporary basis uh, based on the assurances that I've heard from the uh, president and that of the Minister for Electricity, Minister for Energy. I'm sure that you turn around. I have so that confidence in, in South Africa. Yes. South Africa, you have the resilience. Mm-hmm. Look at what you went through and then you've uh, uh, overthrown apartheid. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. you can you can rise above this and uh, this is just a temporary uh, measure. I know that uh, very soon they things will happen here. Coming from people mm. who have experienced this, mm-hmm. if you give us that assurance, we're <laughs> going to overcome. Yeah. Um, let's mm. just have a light moment and mm. I, I want you to talk me through your experience here in, in South Africa. Mm. You you said you have been here for two years. Yeah. What has been your impression of, of our country and the experience, the interactions that you had with people, the places that you've visited, mm. uh, things that you have sampled. Please talk me through that. Yeah, uh, Thelma, uh, I used to visit South Africa until being posted here. But then when I come in, it's just two days, three days, then you leave. Yes. Uh, I remember the last time I visited uh, was the funeral of uh, Winnie Mandela. Mm. Yeah, I attended uh, the funeral of Winnie Mandela on behalf of uh, government. Uh, so I came from Accra for the, then I, I left. So it's always been two days, three days, two days, three days. But then when I came in, you know, I came in at a time when COVID was at its peak. Mm. So nothing was happening. Uh, it was boring. I thought, man, I always sat, you, you, every day you're in the room, mm. not doing anything, just yeah, watching okay. TV. Yes, because at that time there was... We were, uh, were experimenting with the recipes. <laughs> <laughs> there was level four lockdown. Mm. You couldn't go out. You couldn't feel the vibe. Mm. But subsequently, when it was lifted, when the situation was put under control, I've really enjoyed... Uh, I've visited most of the, you know, the lounges and in, in South Africa most of the restaurants uh, I've enjoyed the nightlife I'm a big fan of my piano too mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah I love my piano uh, I I have my own style <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I so I enjoy the nightlife I'm, I'm a night person mm-hmm. you know I enjoy nightlife I've sampled your food uh, that's why I did say that uh, I'm a big fan of the pop 
also I'm also a meat lover, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, during summer, you do the bra, and then you know you add a glass of wine, and then you are you are ready to go. Uh, I, I think that you have a very vibrant, you know, group of people. People who are industrious. Uh, I've come across a lot of South Africans who are now I call them brothers, uh, not even friends, mm-hmm. uh, who are nice. Uh, they want to see things happen between our two countries, and mind you, in the, at the at the higher commission, we also do have some South, South Africans. You've employed some South Africans, mm. you know, who work there. They are very diligent, hardworking, and I think that that's what is moving to South Africa. So I am, I'm, I'm okay. If you want me to stay for the rest of my life, I would love to do that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I would wow. love to do that uh, because uh, it's fun. Now, I call South Africa my home. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And at the end of your your term here mm. as as an ambassador, what kind of legacy do you think you will leave behind? Yeah. And what kind of um, take home lessons that you 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 feel like you will be taking home back to Ghana? Yeah. So um, I think that uh, in terms of the legacy, I want to cement that bond of friendship. On the cement that bond of business of investment, mm. you know, between our two countries, on to cement that bond of cultural diplomacy between our two countries, so that if before I leave, even this visa waiver ten is signed. We are hoping that by the next two months we are going to sign this. Once we sign, mm. then it's going to be a very big legacy that whilst here I ensured that uh, Ghanaians and South Africans enjoyed free movement. I ensure that within the business community there were a lot of you know deals you know between the business and then the investor uh, community. That's one of what I want to see happen. You know, I'm also taking back home. The, the rich life of 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 South Africa, mm. I love it. You know when you go in the hinterland, you know you go to the villages. You know you see people hardworking their farms. You know the way they've put a lot into the, the agri- agriculture can easily employ a lot of people. Mm. You know that's what I've I've I've, I've learned from here. It's it's a no brainer. Mm. The land is there. Mm. If we want to reduce unemployment in Africa, agriculture should be number one. And also ensure food security. Yes, yes. Mm. Agriculture should be number one. Mm. But then I've seen how you've elevated your agriculture from the subsistence level, you know, Mm. from cutlass holes to the level of mechanization Mm. and adding value to the product. That's what we lack in Ghana. So that's something that I want to take home. I've already initiated uh, discussions uh, between our Greek minister, minister for agriculture, and that of your your minister here. You know, we have, we've sent delegations within the uh, South African Greek, you know, to, 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 to Ghana so that we learn. So these are some of the, the things we want to... Because you have to be self-sufficient. With this land, why do you import food? You know, nope. so that's what Ghana would have, have mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. We don't have to still be at the level of using cutlasses and hoes. We mechanize our agriculture. We add value to the product, and then that's where you see a lot of more revenue coming in. Mm-hmm. You are you are sustainable. You don't fall uh, for any uh, thing that that, that that comes your way. So we we that's one thing that I want to see uh, take to Ghana. 
Have you noted while you are in Limpopo that Limpopo is also big in agriculture? Very big. I went to um, some of the farms, uh, the uh, banana farms. Yes, banana I farms. saw that. I saw avocado. Avocado. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw all that. Mangoes, um, rich, rich. Uh, and you know what? The Limpopo, the Limpopo avocado tastes better than the one I eat in Pretoria. Yeah. I'm telling you, Thoma. <laughs> I'm telling you, Thoma. The Limpopo avocado. Oh, I tasted, yes. Ah. I tasted the, the, the the, the, the avocado I'm like ah, mm. why is this different from the one I eat in Pretoria mm. because it's fresh from the farm mm, it is you know it is and we also have the two one of the biggest tomato producers oh okay in, I think he also like exports oh wow yeah he's I'll take note when, when I go back oh in okay Limpopo. in Limpopo uh, you can just uh, do your own research I will I will ZZ2, ZZ2. the biggest tomato producer oh wow yeah, yeah. oh then I'll and take I'll take that also like do tomato products like okay. tomato sauce and yeah Oh, okay. And stuff. Okay. He is big. Yeah, it's that's good. Only in Limpopo. Yeah, yeah. My home. Problem. Your home. Commissioner, <laughs> 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 I yeah. have loved to speak to you longer than uh, yeah. we have spoken mm. now, but unfortunately, time has run out. Yeah. I really appreciate you t- making time to come mm. to the studio. Mm. Hope we're going to have future engagements. And if you have any um, events or any gathering of some some sort that you feel like you need coverage, Ubuntu Radio is here. It's your platform. Thelma, I'm very, very grateful. Uh, very, very grateful. And then even humbled, you know, for this opportunity to be here. Uh, I don't take this lightly at all. Uh, know that uh, this relationship is going to be enduring. Mm. Uh, it's not going to end here. Mm. Any time that you need me, Please rest assured, uh, call me and I'll be here. Also, uh, I want to thank all South Africans uh, that uh, since coming in here, you know, the way you've, you've received me, the way you've, you've accommodated me uh, as your own brother, as a friend, uh, I'm, I'm so much grateful and I'm just hoping that uh, the things that we've said to do, we'll be able to do them uh, so that people will be happy, you know, mm. create opportunities for each other. We want everybody to be rich. You want everybody to at least live a comfortable life. Comfortable you know, life. that's what we all seek uh, to do. Mm. Also, remember that on the 27th, uh, for the African Day, uh, Ghana is going to have a stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come, uh, Ghana, I know that you are, South Africa is big in, you know, alcohol and then food and all that. But we have a surprise for South Africans who will be coming to the Ghana stand. Mm. Please do well to pass by the Ghana stand. You go with something. You go home with something if you pass wow. by. Looking forward to this. Thelma, thank you so much for the opportunity again. You are welcome. Mm.